This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Welcome to the Kickin' Life Podcast. Your host, your truly Kickin' Life guru, Master Rich Grogan. Hey, as Rocky says, nothing hits harder in life. It's not about how hard you can hit, but how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. And that's how winning is done. And I want you to be a winner. I want you to be your very, very best. I want to inspire and motivate you to believe in yourself. So when, not if, but when life knocks you down, you get right back up with that confidence that I can take on more, I can do more, and I can live my best kick in life. All right, so buckle up, saddle up, here we go. Yay! Here we go is right. Kicking lifers, how we doing out there? Happy day to you, whatever day it may be for you. It's Friday for me, and I'm feeling great. We've had a great weekend. Uh, hopefully, you're probably hearing this on Monday or Tuesday, so your week is just starting. So, as always, I'm going to give you the best kick in life I can, the nice right hook of reality to wake you up, shake you up, and help you have the best best possible week, and, of course, your best kick in life. So, hey, a little reflection on last week's show. If you didn't get a chance to listen to that one, holy cow, make sure you download that one. We had a special guest, Master Chip Townsend, who's a 14-time world breaking champion and holds five world records. And he's also kind of a positive motivational guru, similar to the kicking life guru here. He travels all over with helping out with schools and colleges and police departments and everywhere else, just trying to inspire kids and adults, everybody else to believe in himself, to be the very best, and not give up in the face of adversity, but to battle through. And he's a wonderful, wonderful person. You can check him out. Chip Townsend. He's got uh, Team Chip is his martial arts academy. He's got seven of those. And then he also has a new thing out called Break Like a Champ, uh, which is uh, kind of an illustration on how to do different breaking, but it's all wraps around the whole same concept of believing yourself, overcoming adversity and challenges to be your very best. And with that being said, uh, here in about the next uh, few minutes here, we've got another special guest. It's one of my mentors, and uh, Chip's a mentor. But this gentleman, uh, Kiyoshi Dave Kovar, I met him a handful of years ago, and I tell you, this this was the pinnacle, the time when I really, really took on a positive change in my life, and it was from everything he's helped me with. And he's also the mentor for not only myself, but Chip Townsend, and uh, I don't know, my gosh, probably countless hundreds of other people. And he's absolutely wonderful. And I'll give you his little bio in a little bit. And we'll get him on the phone here. And he will, um, you know, inspire and motivate and give you some words of wisdom. So make sure you tune into this one. And, of course, share it. You know, you got to share the podcast here with others to help them. That's our whole goal here, right? It's great that you're listening. It's great that I'm talking to you and I feel a connection with you. But in order to make this thing happen, to help others develop and live the best possible life, which inevitably is going to help all of us, right? We got to share this with others. So please make sure you do tell them to subscribe to it, lineupmedia.fm, of course, kickinglifepodcast.com. And you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Kickin' Life Guru, all those good social networks. And of course, you know, you can find our podcast on Podbean, uh, Google Play, Stitcher, and um, what's the other one there? Oh, iTunes. Yeah, I can't forget old iTunes. Anyway, so last week's show, check that out, baby. That was absolutely wonderful. And the thing we touched on last week is simple steps on how to become better. And how do you become better? It's consistent little actions every single day. I had somebody ask not too long ago, hey, I want to get in better shape. But man, you know, I, I tried the other day to do some push-ups and I can't do what I used to be able to do. I used to be able to do 50 push-ups. Now I can't do any. And it, it happens. Our bodies, over time, those little things add up. And if you take care of the days, the weeks, months, and years will take care of themselves. If you don't, those weeks, months, and years are going to come back and bite you in the tail there. So my suggestion to him was, hey, you know what? 
just get in the floor and say you're going to do one push-up. Now, here's the deal. You get in the floor to do one push-up, chances are you're going to knock out three, four, or five. But if you can only do one, one is better than none. And then continue to build on that. Too often, especially with us guys here, our testosterone gets in a way, we're ego-driven, and we try and do way too much too soon. Well, I used to be able to bench 300 pounds, so I'm going to go back to the gym, even though it's been 15 years, and I'm going to start off benching 300 pounds. Well, it's not going to work. Only thing it's going to do is discourage you from ever doing it again because you're going to beat yourself up. Check the ego. Start off small. Maybe start off with just you know the bar or 100 pounds. Wrap out some reps there. What that's going to do is it's going to fire those muscles. It's going to wake those babies up, but it's not going to kill you in the process. And then, of course, you can work at that pace for a week, two weeks, whatever it takes, and then gradually add it up. Because, once again, you take care of the days, the weeks, months, and years are going to take care of themselves. If you go all out, go do-do-do-do, listen to me, do-do, <laughs> try and do too much, then, then it's all, you're not going to get anything out of it. So anyway, um, little bitty small steps. Next thing, and we kind of touched on this a little bit last week, but I want to touch on it again, some message I've been sharing all week with the students at the academy, and that's the, there's two types of pain that we suffer in the world. Two types of pain. And I ask, you know, at the academy, hey, what are the two types of pain? And they were, uh, of course, the little kids are like, um, a broken bone and um, a bloody nose, you know. <laughs> little kids coming up with, they're thinking the type of pain they are. And then other kids come up, well, I stubbed my toe once, that was pain. And another little kid, well, my dog, uh, my cat bit me, that was a pain. And these, you know, obviously the kids' minds, that's what they're thinking about. Well, here's the two types of pain. It's the pain of self-discipline, which is a temporary pain. You say you're going to discipline yourself to do it. Now, the hardest thing with self-discipline is, well, of course, actually doing it. And here it is, is doing what you said you're going to do when you said you're going to do it far after the motivation, inspiration, and passion that you set it with has gone. In other words, you're out with your buddies and you know, you know what, I'm getting in better shape. I'm going to start doing this. I'm going to start at the gym first thing in the morning. Well, you say that, well, next morning comes and you're like, oh, gosh, I know I said it, but... Well, self-discipline is kicking yourself in the butt and saying, you know what, I am going to do it. Now, is it easy? No. Is it simple? Yeah, it's a simple choice. You either choose to do it or you choose not to do it, but that doesn't make it easy, okay? So anyway, the first pain is the pain of self-discipline, which is a temporary pain, but it pays tremendous dividends. The second type of pain is regret. And unfortunately, that's the pain that most of us live with all the time. Regret. Why didn't I do this? Why didn't I do this? Now, of course, there's some regrets. Why did I do this? But the majority of the regrets are for the risks we didn't take, for the chances uh, um, we didn't put ourselves out there. And most of I guess the biggest uh, regret is having that self-discipline to do what we said we're going to do, when we said we're going to do it, even though we don't feel like doing it anymore. So those are two type of pains. Self-discipline is, I'm telling you what, it's temporary but it pays t uh, tremendous results, great dividends on the back end. The other regret, it continue, you continue to pay for that on the back end because you're regretful and it becomes a permanent, permanent uh, pain that you have to live with. So there we go, two types of uh, pain that we all you know, have a chance to, I don't want to say live with, but the two types of pain that kind of encompass all of us. And uh, with the little kids, of course, we watered that down a little bit for them to help them understand. Because, yeah, getting a bloody nose or breaking a bone, that is painful uh, for a kid's mind. I just put it in terms that they can understand. Well, the self-discipline is when mom and dad tell you to pick up your room, you know what? Pick it up. Even though if you don't want to do it, discipline yourself to do it. Because if you don't, then you're going to have the pain. You're going to be regretful that you didn't do it because mom and dad are going to get on to you. You're going to get grounded, get your device taken away, and all the other yucky stuff, you know, that uh, kids enjoy doing. 
Okay, so before we get Kiyoshi Kover on the phone here, um, I'm going to give our quote from the Daily Lion, and I've uh, reached out to these guys again, and hopefully they'll listen to the podcast, and we're going to have them on the on the air with us in the very near future. They, they do a great job. They've got a, a hashtag, Become the Lion, and they've got a book out. It's called The Daily Lion. It's all about inspiration, motivational quotes and posts and uh, thoughts, but it's also that, as I like to say, that right hook of reality. Bam! It just kind of lights you up with, hey, you know what? inevitably it's you if you want change you got to be the one to change if your life's not the way you want it look in the mirror and talk to that person in the mirror because that's the only person that can make the change so today's quote from them is the distance between your dreams and reality is called action the distance between your dreams and reality is called action and of course what does that mean you have to take action you can you know dreaming that's wonderful write it down that's the next step it becomes a goal but now you have to actually take action on the goal. Now, the problem is most people, they, they dream, but then their dreams are quickly diminished and shot down of all the why nots. Well, well, I guess I probably can't do that. I can't do this. Oh, well, I'm not good enough for this. Well, you know what? Why aren't you? Be self-disciplined right there, the two types of pain. Because in the end, you're going to regret the choices you, you, you didn't make, right? The choices to move forward. So dream it, yes. Write it down, yes. Now take actionable steps in order to make it happen. Now this amazing thing happens when you take that first actionable step. When you take that first actionable step, amazing, amazingly, <laughs> another step's gonna happen. Another step's gonna happen. Another step's gonna happen. Now a lot of times people say, well, I need motivation in order to take action. Well, okay, I can buy that, but I'm gonna tell you something. Flip that around a little bit. Take an actionable step, get up, and then you're going to find the motivation is going to continue to build off of that. So you're going to have the action producing more motivation. The motivation is going to produce more action to take those steps. And it's going to be a continuous cycle. Action, 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 motivation to do more action. And you know what? Get up and do it. You know, get up today and just walk outside. Walk outside and you're going to see stuff you never thought you saw before. And then maybe pick something up uh, outside. Then pick something else up. And you're going to see that small little step, how it builds from there. Now, something in the military, what they do every morning, first thing they do in the morning is get up and make their bed. They make their bed because it's a success. It's an actionable item, something they've done, but they've already achieved a success to start the day off. And then, of course, it builds from there. So there you go. That's our daily lion for the day. Okay, without further ado, we're going to get uh, Kiyoshi Dave Cover on the phone here. Uh, Kiyoshikova, are you there, sir? Hey, I am. Ha- good. Happy day to you, sir. Happy day is right. Yes, it's uh, it's a Friday <laughs> for us, but uh, the program yeah. usually airs on Monday. So happy day to those out there listening. So um, there you go. I want to give a, a brief, uh, uh, I guess, my interpretation or my bio of Kiyoshi Dave Kovar, and uh, and this is all true, sir. I've told you this before. I may embarrass you a little bit on the air here, but this comes from the heart. Uh, you're one of the most influential mentors that uh, I've had the pleasure of meeting, knowing, and uh, becoming a close friend with. And uh, I met you back in 2012 at a martial arts uh, conference there. And it just so happens that was the same year I quit my teaching job as a PE teacher, which, you know, was a pretty stable job, doing really well. But I was wanting more with the uh, the martial arts knowledge, especially the business knowledge. And I just happened to go to a Champion's Way event. And, and there you were. And my life, and this is in all truth here, has really has not been the same ever since. And that's in a good way. Um, you entirely, you gave me an entirely different way of looking at things, the positive mindset. And most importantly, I think it was the, uh, the code of the samurai to serve, to serve others, to help them become better. And that opened up a whole new channel. I started listening to Zeke Ziegler, John Maxwell, uh, uh, Jack Canfield, all the success coaches, Jim Rowan after that. And it was just 
my gosh, good stuff, good stuff. So I can't thank you enough for that. And I know that's something you do every single day, but I was blessed to uh, to meet you there. And now I'm part of the, the ProMac team, which is the Professional Martial Arts College. So you listeners at home there, um, what this gentleman has done is, is kind of revolutionized the martial arts industry in a way of changing the mindset that it's just about going in there, throwing punches and kicks. It's all about becoming your very, very, very best um, person to live your best possible life. And, and Kiyoshi, there's something you say all the time. You take care of the days and the weeks, months, and years take care of themselves. Would, would you mind elaborating on that for the uh, listeners, please? Yes. Well, first off, thank you for that kind introduction. And I'd like to think I helped, but there's been a lot of people that have had a major impact on the business. But I'm, I'm certainly glad that, 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 that I've been able to help you along the way. You know, I think uh, regardless of the field that you're in, uh, you know, there's, there's a, the quality of your life is in direct relationship with the quality of the habits and routines that you rituals that you currently have in place. And what I mean by that is, is, is like a, the quote that I like is, take care of the days and years, take care of themselves. And what that is, is, man, it's just so important to have long-term goals, right? I mean, to know where you're going. But sometimes people get so tied up in, like, long-term goals that they kind of forget about their daily stuff and how that works. And for, let's imagine, like, I, I like to, uh, uh, you know, I, I like to plant vegetables. I like a vegetable garden. This year, all I'm growing is tomatoes. Some years I've had the crazy garden, right? So I've got, like, 12 tomato plants going in. And so if I, if I sprout those from seeds, and I, you know, first off, what do I need for it? I need, I need a good seed. I need uh, fertile soil. I need sun and I need water. Right. And, and so, but if, 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 it, if I, if I planted this and the seed sprout and I stick it in the ground and every two days I pull it up by the roots to check out how the roots are going, I shove it back down. It's not going to grow as well as that if I, okay, I plant the seed, uh, right. I start with a good seed. I make sure my, that the, the soil is good, but then what do I do, man? I make sure it gets plenty of sun and I keep it watered and I let nature take care of itself. Right. And so it's kind of like that to me with goals. It's like it's great to have a long-term goal. And, you know, it's not that you shouldn't revisit it all the time. However, then it's a matter of what can you do today, right? You know, and, and so what kind of habits do you have? Are the habits or the daily habits that you have right now, are they in line with where you want to be in the future, right? And so it's always, you know, uh, as martial arts professionals, and regardless, I mean, the same thing applies to other people, but you, you can certainly identify with me is that, you know, the line is very blurred for us when it comes to if you go for a run at the gym, is that personal or professional? Because we're martial arts professionals, it's both. Because you know what I'm saying. So, so, and so is your health. So is your nutrition, etc. So, the first thing I always challenge people to do is is uh, really just take a look at you know uh, bottom line and whatever career you want to pursue. You know, it, being healthy really helps. There's a an old proverb that goes. I, I'm probably going to mess it up, but uh, when you're when you have your health, uh, um, you have uh, a thousand goals. When you don't have your health, you have but one. Right. Which is so true. Nice. Right. So you Absolutely. just want to get healthy. And, 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 and so I think sometimes if you are healthy, if they're healthy, man, you take it, take appreciate it. And if not, what little things can you do? Can you tighten up on your diet a little bit? Uh, can you make sure you get enough rest? Can you make sure you're exercising? Can you make sure you're, you're processing stress, right, in a positive way? And that's the kind of thing that we need to do every day. And if we do that, all of a sudden what happens is our momentum shifts and it shifts in the right direction. And, you know, we start feeling more vibrant, more positive, and, and that opens up the door for, for all other possibilities. So that's kind of the idea with that quote, man, is that, you know, uh, is making sure that you develop daily habits that, that help you get to where you want to go. Absolutely awesome, sir. Thank you so much for sharing that. And listeners out there, you've heard me talk about 
take care of the days and the weeks, months, and years will take care of themselves. Well, there was a detailed explanation on exactly what that means, and that's, you know, Kiyoshi Kovar is who I got that from, and uh, he's been pounding that in my brain for the last several years that I've been uh, associated with him. And uh, Kiyoshi, last week we had Master Chip Townsend on, uh, on the line with us as a guest, and we talked a lot about a white belt moment and really stressing that to our listeners that it doesn't matter if you're in the martial arts field or not. It doesn't matter if you're taking martial arts or not. That white belt moment is always about discovering something new every single day, not only about yourself, but always willing to learn something. And that moment of, whoa, yeah, this is it. And uh, you'd mentioned that about setting habits, setting patterns to do things day in and day out to take care of the years. So I know you get up every morning at about uh, 4.30 and go to the gym and work out. And when we talk to people about, you know, different exercise routines and rituals, the, the thing comes back to me, well, it must be nice, or I can't do that, or, oh, yeah, it's easy for you. So I wanted to bring that in. Is it is it easy for you every morning to get up, or do you have to fight those demons every morning? Honestly, like- it, it, 4.30, it's a little earlier than I get up, but I got to tell you, no, it's never easy. I'll tell you this morning's battle, right? So last night, as you know, you know, when you teach martial arts for a career, that usually means the last class gets over at 8.30 or 9 o'clock at night. You get home, you're wired, right? So I don't teach every evening anymore. Uh, last night, I was at one of our schools. I taught classes up until 9 o'clock. Uh, and last class, adult jiu-jitsu class, had a great time. I was, I was fired up. I get home, I'm wired. I, I have a hard time. Usually, I'm, I, I'm, I'm able to get to bed at a decent hour. Last night, no way, man. It just, I was, I just, uh, so I, I probably somewhere past midnight by the time I got to sleep. So I allowed, realizing that, I go, okay, I'm going to allow myself. I'm going to. I'm allowing myself to sleep in a little bit. So anyway, long story short, I, I get up uh, about 5.45 this morning, and, uh, man, you, you know, I'm coming up with every excuse possible to not work out, right? And I, I could come up with a million, and and, and, uh, and I know I've, I do it, you know, very frequently, right? It's hard. To, so what did I do? I, I got up, and I, I went for a, and I'm not saying this to sound arrogant. Please, I hope it doesn't come off that way. It's like, you know, so I just, I kind of go, you know what? It doesn't matter. Yeah, those, those are excuses. And I get up, I did my little 5K run, right? And I come back, and especially the last 100 yards, you know, at first it's hard, the legs ache, the body's sore from maybe yesterday's workout. And, and, and then, then you, you get about, for me, I get about a mile in, and everything starts, the endorphins start flowing. And, you know, and then, and so when I finally finish that last 100 yards and I get back to my house, I just take that moment. I do this every morning after whatever the workout is. I take a moment, I just, I, I remember how good it feels to be done and how glad I did. I, how glad I am to have gotten up and done it because that will help me when I face that battle tomorrow. And you know, it, 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 there's, there's always uh, you can always come up with an excuse. And, and by the way, there's legitimate things, uh, you know, somebody listening might have a legitimate reason, right. To not be able to exercise. And I get that. I, I'm not want to pass judgment on anybody, but I'm amazed by how many really smart people, uh, um, are so intelligent in so many areas, but they come up with excuses from that area. You know, it, <laughs> yep. it's, it's uh, as my dad always taught me: a little something's better than a lot of nothing, right? And someone that says they don't have time to work out, I would challenge that. I would challenge that. Oh, really? You don't? So you don't have five minutes? Well, you can't do anything in five minutes. Yes, you can, right? Try that. Just doing this, and I know you're familiar with this. Uh, try doing air squats. That's just a squat, right? For 20 seconds, take a 10-second break, and do about eight sets of that. Okay, that'll take you about four minutes, and guess what? You will be blown away. Uh, now, is it better if you work out for 45 minutes? Maybe, but if you can do a lot in a short period of time, right? There's another concept called greasing the groove, and greasing the groove refers to every chance you get, you do a little exercise. So imagine if every hour you got up and you, you, you walked for 100 yards and you did 10 push-ups, and you did that, you know, eight times a day. 
look where you'd be, right? And so it's really a matter of reprogramming yourself. And then, you know, they say, uh, 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 you know, repetition is, is uh, uh, um, you know, the mother of success. Well, discipline is the daddy. Right. Yes, and, and so uh, so that the key thing is, is that you got to, you know, that the hard part that the things that I see is that most people, they, they and, and by the way, myself included, I'm not immune to this. But, you know, we, we many of us are not the master uh, of ourselves. And what I mean by that is, is we are we let our moods and our ego control our actions instead of our goals yes, sir. controlling our actions. And so, you know, if you, the fact if you say, oh, I don't want to do that, everybody says, I don't want to do that. It's just a voice in your head. It's not the best part of you talking, right? And so our ability is, is, is to kind of think who's in control. There's, there's a great story by an author by the name of Stuart Wilde, and Stuart Wilde is, is kind of an out there, kind of a, kind of a uh, you know, very maybe politically incorrect uh, Deepak Chopra, for lack of a better comparison, right? He's, he's kind, of, but he, he's got some really cool stuff. And like I said, if people people either love him or hate him, and they, but but he's, he, I I really gravitate to a lot of his his, his thinking. But one of the things he talks about when it comes to developing self discipline is that uh, he was always told his whole life, and I might be getting the story exact wrong, but it, it, hopefully the point will get across that hey man, he's got all this talent, but he lacks discipline. So he said, okay man, it's enough of this. I can't ever seem to get any follow through. So I'm going to make a, a meaningless commitment. And I'm going to stick to it just out of principle. So this is what he does. So he, he decided to commit to a year, um, at, for a year, to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning and go out in his backyard and move a pile of rocks from one location to the other and then go back to bed. The next yes, day, and get, get up and move a pile of rocks back to the back to the first location. And the, the reason why he picked this, because it had absolutely no... <laughs> you know, really meaningful, you know, function all, except it was something he committed to do. Now, what happened was, by the way, it ended up being a pretty good exercise for him. But what happened is after that year, he did it every day. He, his level of self-control was just off the hook because he followed through with what he was doing. Right. And so my advice to people that don't really have that level of discipline that they'd like is, is not to just like jump in full on, change your whole life immediately, cold turkey, do everything, you know, different, it would, but it would be to make slow, steady change, but commit to it. For example, let's use exercise. All right. So I, I haven't exercised in years and I want to start exercising. I know I should. My doctor told me I should. I'm overweight. My, my blood pressure is high. My stress load is high. Okay. So I'm going to go to the gym for an hour a day for, from now on. No, I'm not. It's going to last two or three days and the willpower is going to give out. I'm going to be back to my routine. However, if I commit, I say, okay, I got to get, I got to get in better shape. I, I'm going to start slow. And if I commit to something I can be successful at. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to get up 10 minutes early and I'm going to walk around the block and I'm going to commit to doing that for one week. I will do it. I absolutely will do it. Okay. And I commit to it. Then now that's realistic. All right, a week goes by. I did it every day. I pat myself on the back and I say, okay, now I'm going to up it. I'm going to get up 20 minutes early and walk around the block twice, and I'm going to do 10 push-ups every morning. I'm going to commit to that for a week. You get the idea. Absolutely. And so the whole idea, when you want to have any, if you want to solicit change in yourself, uh, in my experience, there are exceptions. There's always exceptions. But my experience is that slow, steady change is the way to go. Right. And, and that's something that's realistic. So, like I said, I do that for, you know, a year later, man, I'm at the gym, you know, every day of the week working out and I'm, I'm, and, 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 and I, I'm a whole different person. So most people, they set themselves up for failure by demanding too much too, too much soon too when soon. they're trying to adjust change. Yep. Well, and, and, and Kyoshi, it's uh, it's amazing. I, I know we communicate and speak a lot um, and listeners at home there. <laughs> 
I, I know this is the exact same message I, I talked about uh, when we first started the show, and I and I promise you, uh, it's just our connection, Kyoshi and I knowing each other and uh, feeding off each other's energy there. But uh, we didn't set that part up to say exactly the same thing. I said something similar about uh, little small progressive steps each and every day. And uh, too often, especially us men, we've got this ego trip. You know, I used to be able to bench 300 pounds, so now I haven't done it for 15 years. But I'm jumping back in there, and I'm starting off at 300 pounds. And just like you said, I, I have, it ain't going to last. I, I have to make. I have to make a comment about that. So yes, I used to be able to bench 300 pounds legitimately, 305, right? And this is a long time ago. And, I, and you know, due to age, but also I, I tore my tech and I had shoulder issues. So anyway, I'm not making excuses, but here's the deal. Every time I still work, you know, when I still bench press, and if anybody's within ear's distance or sees me I, or I have a conversation, I almost every always have to tell them, hey, I used to be able to bench press 300 pounds because of that freaking ego that gets in the way. Who gives a darn? Well, yeah, so it's really funny that you use that as an example because I can totally identify with that, man. Sure. Well, fragile I, male ego, right? It, it is, it is. And uh, the gentleman I was talking to had talked about he used to be able to do 50 push-ups, and now he jumped in the floor the other day and he couldn't even do 10. And I said, well, let's do it this way. Just get in the floor to do one. And he goes, well, I'm not going to just do one. I said, listen, you get in the floor to do one, you're going to find you're doing three, five, maybe even 10, but pace yourself one at a time and then add another on uh, next day, next day, next day, and continue with that pass because you're having positive progression as you're moving forward with little baby steps, similar to getting up a little bit earlier, walk in the, uh, yep. the neighborhood one time. And then you add on to that because we can't go from A to Z. It's not our body has forgotten how to do it. It just needs, the system needs shocked a little bit. And you know what? A crazy thing happens when time flows through us. If we haven't been taking care of those days, boy, it's a reality check when we get back at it. But the key is, as you mentioned, sir, is consistently staying with it and small progressive steps, shooting for that big goal, but knowing it's not really about today or even tomorrow, but it's about the end of the week, the end of the month, the end of the year, and then future planning to have your best possible self, your best possible life. Uh, excellent. So listeners at home, I, I want to mention and, and I know I kind of set this up with Kiyoshi Kovar here and uh, the white belt moment. So even if you're not in martial arts, just think about the knowledge you're receiving. And when I first met Kiyoshi, it was in 2012, I was like, a, I guess the best analogy I can give was like a little kid receiving ice cream for the first time. And of course, what did I, what do those little kids do? If you turn them loose, you gave them a carton of ice cream, they're just going to eat until they make themselves sick. Now, I'm not saying I made myself sick, but what I did do is I tried to overdo it, tried to take everything in at once. It was like, oh my gosh, this is so great, all this knowledge, I want to implement it, bang, 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 bang. And something I got from you last, sir, when we were at the conference in Colorado, uh, and, and you'd said it many times before, but it really resonated with me this time, was the surest way to do nothing is to try and do everything. And uh, I reflect back on that because I came back with all this knowledge and I just dumped it on my staff and my, <laughs> every, and my wife and everybody else because we're doing all this stuff now. Well, it was too much too soon. And uh, by doing that, it kind of reminds me of everything we just talked about, going from not knowing anything to, or I'm sorry, going from used to be able to do this 300 pounds and now you're jumping back into it. Too much too soon is never a good thing. It's those progressionary steps. Um, and that leads into the topic we, we, we spoke about on the beginning of the show as well was the two types of pain that we all, uh, we all suffer. It's either the pain of self-discipline, which is temporary, or the pain of regret, which is, is permanent. And that uh, discipline to do what you say you're going to do, when you say you're going to do it, regardless if you feel like doing it or not, well, yeah. But as you mentioned, you, you have to fight every morning to get up and do it. But when you do it, you anchor those emotions in. This is why I do it. So you know tomorrow, when the tomorrow's battle comes, you've got the fuel there to, to, to fight that battle as opposed to the pain of regret. Well, I wish I would have. I wish I would have. Um, 
and uh, thank you for 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 all that, sir. The um, listeners okay. at home, I want to kind of set it up as well with uh, I, I didn't give you your proper intro on exactly who the heck you are, so I want to set that up with everybody. Um, obviously, you're a, um, a wonderfully talented martial artist and martial arts business owner, and you've got uh, eight schools. Is that correct, sir? In Sacramento, California. Yes, sir. And yes, sir. Uh, you've been in martial arts nearly fifty years, and uh, you still um, uh, is it fit forty five fifty. 45, 1971, so that gives me, I guess, 46, something like that, yeah. Holy smokes. And, of course, uh, you're, and you're going to, I don't know, probably smack me for this one, but the physical shape of about a 25-year-old because you continue to do what you do daily uh, to to continue along that path. Because, like you said, it's not only personal, but it's professional. you got to look the part and be the part. And uh, I know your father is, is he 92, is that correct, sir? Nine, 94, still oh my going gosh, strong, still exercising every day. Yeah, yeah. 94, and he uh, served honorably in World War II, and I had the privilege of meeting him on a handful of occasions. And you had posted something uh, recently about him doing a, uh, uh, was it for his 94th birthday where he did uh, so many seconds and so many rounds? Actually, uh, actually, uh, on his 90th birthday, I had him do nine rounds of sparring. It was very, they were very short rounds, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's been kind of a great example of, of kind of, you know, uh, a lifelong fitness guy. But just to clarify, he hasn't been like a two hour a day guy. He's been a, his fitness routine takes about 10 or 12 minutes. That's it. I, now it's even a little shorter, you know, but you can do a lot in a short period of time. Yeah. You know, I, I like you to think for a minute, if you were stranded in the middle of the ocean, you know, and you're stuck in the ocean and you're treading water, uh, and you, uh, get picked up by a small boat. All right. Uh, and you, you still get picked up. You're going to get to safety. Now, if you get picked up by a large boat, okay, you're still at safety. Here, here's my, I don't know if it's a good analogy, but the difference between no boat and a small boat is a lot more than the difference between a small boat and a big boat. So what I mean by that is when it comes to fitness, you know, the difference between no exercise and a little exercise is a little, it's massive. The difference between a little exercise and a lot of exercise isn't as dramatic. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. Uh, that's my perception. So, you know, man, you know, you just, some people think, oh, if I don't have an hour for 10 days a week, yeah, I'm not going to do it. Well, man, just start small. Start well, small. As you said, sir, the, you know, you've got five minutes. You do air squats for five minutes. And, and I know on your um, uh, website there, and we've got, uh, we've got a variety, we're going to touch on that in a second here, how people can find you and, uh, uh, the Satori Challenge, you've got that. You've got the Satori Alliance, and I'll let you explain that in just a second. But um, is and I want to make sure I say this right. Is it the Sabata workout that's 20 seconds on, 10 seconds off? Is that correct? Yeah, that's a real famous, uh, well, it's really a kind of a well-known strategy. It was really done just my understanding with the air squats. It was developed by a, a, like a, a, a guy in Japan that was a, like an exercise scientist. And he did a bunch of studies and, and, and based on results of athletic performance, came to the conclusion that short, intense workouts get you dramatic results. And so, yeah, I have a program called the Satori Challenge that's, that's basically do a bunch of, it's, it, it's a series of, it's not just workouts, it's, 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 uh, it's uh, a program that's really targeted towards, the best analogy I could give you is Tony Robbins meets Mr. Miyagi at Farmer's Market to do a P90X workout. You know, it's kind of a mind, body, spirit, you know. Would, 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 would you mind saying that one workout. more time, sir? One more time. Okay. <laughs> Tony Robbins meets Mr. Miyagi at Farmer's Market to do a, to, a, a P90X workout, you know, so that's, uh, and, but, but in that we do a series of, of short 16 minute workouts 
uh, and and actually it's a four minute warm up, uh, eight minute intense workout, four minute warm down. So it's very quick and it's 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 incredibly effective. And but regardless of use that or not, the whole idea is is, is that uh, you know. Uh, it, um, but what people have to do is the value of exercise, right? And and uh, what what I think what's most important is is that. Um, it has to, nobody's going to change. You can't force anybody to change until they're kind of ready. That's been sure. my experience, right? Absolutely. So it's really about uh, uh, creating a real vision of where you want to go, right? Where you want to be. And of course, you can do this from a business standpoint, a financial standpoint, an educational standpoint, but also from an overall health and well-being standpoint. And if you have a clear idea, you know, then you kind of work back, right? You know, okay, this yeah. is where I'd like to be. And, and, you, and, you, and then you say, okay, I'd like to be you know, uh, you know, I'd like to, to weigh this much. I'd like to be able to uh, uh, fit into this size pants. I'd like to, you know, have my blood pressure at this level. I'd like my cholesterol to be here. I'd like my resting pulmonary prostate to be here. Well, so whatever your goal is, that's you kind of make it clear, and then you work backwards. Okay, sure. we go kind of goes back to okay, what do I got to do today? And this is this is a marathon. It's not a sprint. And uh, uh, you know, so I'm just going to kind of plug away and and. And then the key thing that's, I think, super important is that you got to enjoy the process because no one ever has arrived. In other words, success is ongoing. You know, you're not, okay, he's successful, he's not. No, success is a mindset. It's the progressive realization of a worthy goal or dream. And so I'm successful when I'm striving towards a goal. That is success. It's not when I achieve it. I'll be happy when I achieve. It's, it's something that we can have at any moment just when we know we're just kind of living on purpose, you know, where we're striving towards, you know, getting to the next level. Right. And it's hard to be, I'm a big proponent of like, you know, kind of like paying it forward and giving back. Right. It's hard to worry about anybody else when you're not worried, when, when you're not feeling good. That's why it's kind of like when you're on the plane, it's, it's, you know, this is overused. It's cliche. But what I heard someone say is when you, something's cliche, you ought to listen. It usually means it's pretty legit. <laughs> and I go, oh, that's cool. But you know, when you're, when you're getting on a plane, what does the flight attendant tell you? Put on your mask before you put on your kid's mask. Yep. So it's that kind of thing. If you want to be the best for the people in your community and your family and the people you work with, you owe to them, them to be at your best because that allows you to be the best for everybody around you. When you're feeling good about yourself, uh, then it makes it so much easier to, to, you know, to share the love with others, so to speak. Sure. And Kyoshi, that's something I actually uh, share with my team quite often and uh, something I brought up last night at the Academy. And I, I definitely contribute that to you because, um, you know, we want to do the best we can, you know, with the podcast here, help everybody live their best kick in life, give them the right hook of reality, the wake-up call they need. However, you've kind of smacked me around many times with this, and I'm so very grateful, and that is, look, if you don't take the time to exercise yourself, if you don't take the time to train yourself, if you don't take the time to meditate yourself, and if, by all means, if you don't have some shutdown time, you're not going to be any good for anybody because you're not any good for yourself. So uh, that, I want that message. I've mentioned it before, but now you heard it right from uh, Kiyoshi Dave Kovar's mouth there, and that's where I got it from, was you've got to be willing to take care of yourself first. And that doesn't mean you're selfish and self-serving. However, the way I kind of perceive that is you're almost disrespecting everybody you're trying to help by not taking care of yourself because you're not able to give them everything and create the value that you want for them because you don't have it in, in, in yourself because you've overdone it. Uh, and I've been notorious for doing that my whole life, and it's it's a constant battle. But you made the point. Look, I want to do everything I can to serve, to help everybody live their best kick in life, their best possible life. So I'm going to make sure I take care of myself and do a little better job. Um, back to the well, the. I'm sorry. Go ahead, sir. 
I was just going to say, you know, it's like uh, you teach what you most need to hear. So everything that I'm telling you are things that I'm working on. You know what I'm saying? So it's great, like, yes. uh, it, it, and, and so that's, that's just our instinct. Well, and, and you know, and, and you're, you're so humble with everything you present and everything you say, which has really helped me uh, develop as a better person, a better leader, a better mentor to my uh, students and uh, instructors at the academy. And, uh, and, and that is, yeah, I mention that all the time. Look, I say these things because I want you to learn much quicker than it's taken me to learn, also to remind myself to do a better job with those. So it, it's, uh, it's wonderful you said that. Um, the uh, little quick workouts there, and I know some of our friends out there listening that you think, well, I can't get the workout. The Satori Challenge, uh, my gosh, you talk about an absolute butt kicker. And here's the thing. It's exciting, it's fun, it's engaging, and there's different things you're doing. It's not like you're just doing you know, air squats there for the whole time. You're moving, so you're engaging the whole body, and it's exciting. I, I think the analogy you gave there with, uh, see if I can get it right here, Tony Robbins with Mr. Miyagi in, uh, at a f- farmer's market doing a P90X workout. Did I get it right? Yes. Yeah. So, you know, there's a whole uh, um, nutrition component to it and a whole, we call it the mastery mindsets. I know you're very familiar with them. Oh, kind of like share them with kind of things to, to kind of the thought process and, you know, that kind of all combined to one. So the mastery mindsets, and I said it a second ago, you teach what you most need to hear. These are things that I'm working on. And there's nine mastery mindsets, you know, and, and the very first one is, is, I can, I will, and it refers to, you know, attitude, belief, and commitment, and, and that is that there's so often we doubt ourselves, you know, and, but, but we've all, we've, most of us, you know, everybody that's listening has accomplished some amazing things. We just sometimes forget. So that's about every time you find yourself doubting, I don't know if I can do this, well, you know, the mantra of one, that, that I like to pop in my head is I can and I will. Uh, the, the second mastery mindset is, is this challenge will make me stronger. And the concept with that is, is that, you know, every one of us is facing a challenge and, and not just one, but several. And, 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 and when you're done with these challenges, there's going to be other ones, right? But if you look back on your life, uh, chances are uh, you think of a challenge you went through. And virtually, with very few exceptions, you can look back on that challenge and you can find some way with you, which you've grown or improved. As a matter of fact, you might even be thankful for some of the challenges you went through. Well, so why wouldn't the same thing be true for the challenge you're currently going through? So this is about when you realize you've got a challenge, an issue, you take a breath, and you think to yourself, you know what, this challenge will make me stronger. I'm going to get through this. I'm going to be better for it. I don't know how, but I'm going to. And that that really changes. It makes the process a lot better. The third one is I deflect negative energy, and that's about making sure that uh, when, when someone spews negativity your way, you don't take it personal. You just kind of put up your force field and you, you deflect it off and wish them well. Uh, uh, Anthony Robbins is, says I, there, you put up that uh, uh, that guard, guard your mind with everything you can. Because stand you don't guard that. at the door of your mind. That's exactly yep. stand right, Stand guard at the door of your mind. Yep. yep. That, 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 the next one is I accept positive energy. And that is when someone gives you a compliment, what should you say? Thank, Thank you. you. Right. You know, and, and you try to find yourself, you spread, surround yourself in, in an area and environment where, you know, people are thriving and positive and energetic because that's certainly contagious. Uh, the next one is number five is I remain calm even in challenging situations. So the concept with this is, is that, you know, you try to use everyday adversity as a way to develop mental toughness. So you're stuck at a red light and you're late for an appointment. You're stressed out, your heart's beating, you're irritated. There's nothing you can do about it. Well, that is when you take a breath, you look up, you kind of smile, you try to relax. Because if you can't do it in little things, <coughs> excuse me, then you can't do it in big things so well. So the idea is you just use little things as a way to develop that, that calm emotion, which primarily starts around 
uh, uh, diaphragmic or abdominal breathing. Deep breathing that really gets you there. And the next one is my word is law, and that is what we talked about with self-discipline, getting in the habit of holding true to your word, not just with other people, but more importantly with yourself. Like you say you're going to get up and exercise, exercise. You say, hey, no cupcakes today, then don't eat any cupcakes. You know, whatever it is, stick to your word. Uh, uh, the, the, uh, the seventh one is I'm running my own race, and that's the importance of not comparing yourself with other people, just doing your own thing, man. Now, bottom line is me telling you to not compare, uh, you know, we still all do it, of course, yes, right? But hopefully we try to catch ourselves and go, wait a second, man. You know, what is it said? If, if you were given somebody else's problems, uh, if you were in another person, you'd very quickly want your own problems back, right? <laughs> so, so next one is, is I bring value to all my relationships. That's kind of a mindset. You know, when you interact with other people, that, that if we all had that mindset, man, everything would be, you know, the world would be a better place. So try to kind of go into a, a, a discussion, whether it be a, a quick smile, a handshake, or an in-depth conversation. Yeah, I'm trying to bring value to all my relationships. And the ninth and final one is I have so much to be thankful for. Yeah, and this is very, once again, very cliche, but you know what? Most of us forget how good we have it. Probably we focus on, on, on the, on the 3% of the challenges that we have versus the 90% of the things that are going exactly right. Like, here's an example for you. All right. Uh, when you all got up this morning, make your breakfast, and you, and you open up the refrigerator, here was all this ample amount of any kind of food you wanted to eat. It was there. It was cold. It was ready. We didn't go, wow, look at that, man. Look at a refrigerator full of food. But I promise you, if you'd never seen that before, you'd be blown away. It just kind of it becomes to be white noise after a while. So it's, I think, important just to take a second and go, wow, uh, you know, I, I count my blessings. I have so much to be thankful for because when you do that, it just it, it allows you to live your day from a completely different mindset. Absolutely. And it's more fun, first off. And, and you know, you're funner to be around and you get more done. And it's, it's you know, happiness is not something to strive for someday. It's something we should, we should strive for at every moment. Well, and, and, and it starts with gratitude. Absolutely. That, that was a great example. That was one of the big things I wrote down the first time I met you was the, the mastery mindset and the, that bottom one there. Um, you know, pretty much count your blessings. Be thankful for the things you have. Um, it, like, well, that's a great example. This morning we opened up the refrigerator and there's all this food in there, everything ready to go. But what did I focus on? We were out of milk and out of orange juice. <laughs> so instead of yep, I gotcha. all the good stuff, I was like, oh, we're out of milk and orange juice. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's an excellent example. And I'm sure uh, listeners at home there can... Uh, Contest to that, but yeah, so small little things. And, and Kiyoshi Gilvar, you've got a uh, book which uh, is an absolutely excellent book. It's called Brief Moments of Clarity, where you go over, and it's an extremely humble book on your journey. And uh, the title pretty much says it all. Your, which I, I think once again you sell yourself. I don't say sell yourself short, but that 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 uh, martial arts mindset of being humble, like you have these brief moments of clarity. Well, I'll tell you, you've helped me with a lot of moments of clarity from your brief moments of clarity. And uh, listeners at home, you can uh, check that book out. Um, it's available on Amazon, sir. Your book? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, uh, you can. I've got I've got uh, actually three titles there. You know, brief moments of clarity, a dad's toolbox for better parenting, which is kind of my take on how you can be the best parent possible. And the martial arts instructor's toolbox, which yep. is a, a book on coaching, it actually applies to other people besides martial arts. But yes, you can get all of them on Amazon. Good, and uh, the uh, instructor's toolbox for uh, uh, for dads for better parenting. That's an absolutely wonderful book as well, especially if you're a parent out there. Even if you're not a parent, maybe read the book and you can kind of reflect on your childhood growing up and realize parents just did the best they could with what they had. I share that all the time. You know, I didn't have the best relationship with my father growing up, and now that I've matured a little bit and I understand what he went through and understand that he just did the best he could, 
uh, reading that book was really enlightful and helping uh, w- with that understanding as well. And for the martial artists out there, the instructor's toolbox, oh my gosh, that is, that is an absolute must-have in your library there. Um, and Kiyoshi, I know we're running a little short on time here. I want, um, if you could briefly, for the friends at home that, uh, and I didn't know what Satori meant either, uh, but now it's definitely a part of my life and everything we do. Would you mind sharing just briefly what uh, Satori stands for and uh, how you try and apply that to everything you do? Sure, sure. So first off, the title Kiyoshi that you you know that you're referring to, and just the people out there, what that means, it's like sensei, basically. It, it, it roughly translated means a person of spirit, and it's usually a title that's given to someone that's that's kind of in charge of a bunch of instructors. Just just that, just to kind of clarify that. So the, originally, the word satori, it's direct translation. Not originally, it still is. Is a moment of enlightenment or a moment of deep understanding, and it's kind of like when you wake up, you know, in the morning with an answer to the problem you've been facing, or you finally figure out that math challenge, or you you finally you're doing a puzzle and you find that piece. Boom, oh, I got it. Now it all comes together. That's a Satori moment. So for us, we kind of modified the meaning. And for us, it's in the moment at your best. And it refers to that present state of consciousness when you have mental clarity, physical energy, and emotional calm. In Western sports, it would be referred to as being in the zone, right? Nice. And it's really how you're there. How you're there is, have, is, is, is energy fueled by positive emotion. And so the whole concept is how can you maximize the time amount of time you spend every day in the zone in, in, in that Satori moment? And, you know, is it, is, do you have, you know, is it just every now and then? Or could you imagine if you really live from dawn to dusk, you know, in that state, right? Now, I don't know that anybody's ever done it, but it's, it's kind of, it's, it's something to aspire towards doing more of it. And then it kind of goes back to, okay, all the things we talked about at the beginning, you know, exercise, rest, nutrition, uh, you know, uh, uh, finding a way to deal with stress, uh, you know, all, all those things that kind of help you be at your best so that you can, uh, you know, go out there in the world and make the most positive impact. Nice. Excellent. Excellent. And sir, we talked about the, uh, the books that are available on Amazon. Uh, also the Satori challenge. Is, is there a place where uh, our listeners at home could find that? And, uh, I know you, you got can a go to Satori challenge.com S A T O R I C H A L L E N G.com. That should get you to this site. Uh, um, and, uh, and so, yes, that's, uh, uh, we're proud of that program as well. And, and it's been a pleasure talking with you today and, and, uh, to all the, your listeners out there, you're lucky to have this guy, uh, Master Grogan is one of the most, uh, uh, you know, energetic, charismatic, uh, uh, you know, just empathetic person I know. And so he's really committed to make a difference and, and thanks for taking the time out of your day to put this podcast together for everybody on a regular basis. It's oh. very cool. Well, sir, I can't thank you enough for taking the time. I know you're very, very busy. So for you to take the time to be on our show, I'm so very, very grateful. Last little thing here. Um, people want to reach out to you. We've got the ProMac, the Professional Martial Arts College for all those martial arts instructors that uh, want something a little better for their life and a little better to help them with business and understanding and becoming their best. And also you've got uh, the Satori Alliance, which is um, a kind of a secondary step for instructors that uh, may be wanting to also accelerate their personal practice to a higher level. Could you brief just, I mean, real quick, I know you got to go let them know how to how Yeah, to yeah, yeah. Check that so, out. so you basically someone could go, if you're a martial arts professional, you could go to kovarsystems.com, K-O-V-A-R-S-Y-S-T-E-M-S. 
and our you know we have several products. The two primary ones which you mentioned is our ProMac program, which is focused towards uh, you know business aspects of the martial arts, and the, the Satori Alliance, which is our International Martial Arts Teachers Association, which is really about you know really fine tuning and raising uh, the, the skill and teaching level uh, of, of instructors worldwide. And, and so I'm real proud of both. But they actually work seamlessly together. I'm real proud of both programs and and uh and we we are dedicated to we really focused on trying to really impact the world on you know on a big way through high quality martial arts instruction absolutely awesome and uh, a couple of events coming up we got the pro mac and we've got uh, one in uh, california coming up one in new york and then there's uh, kind of a central one in texas with randy couture he's going to be there doing a training session is that right sir yeah it's actually going to be with rev deer university it'll be in san antonio the the first weekend of, of august and uh, uh uh, yes, Randy Couture will be at the event as well, yeah. uh, along with a bunch of really other high-level people. Awesome. Well, sir, thank you so very much for taking the time to be on the podcast today. Uh, wonderful guests. Listeners out there, you were in for, a, I mean, that, what a treat. Uh, last week, Master Chip Townsend, and this week, uh, Kiyoshi Dave Kovar. Uh, that's why we do what we do here, to help you live your best kick in life. Um, Kiyoshi, thank you so much, and enjoy the rest of the day, sir, and uh, please tell everybody out there I said hello. You got it. Thanks for having me on the show. Goodbye, everybody. Take care, sir. All right. You got it. All right. Well, wow, wow, wow. What another excellent, excellent show there. And uh, there's a lot to process, a lot to go over, and that's why, you know what, listen to the podcast more than once. Don't just be one and done. Listen to it again because you're always going to be able to pick up on something that you may have missed the first time. And as always, please make sure you share the podcast, subscribe to our channel here, because our goal, our mission, is to help you live your best kick in life. And it doesn't mean you're kicking because you're a martial artist. Maybe you are, maybe you aren't. But you want to be kicking all, all through life to live your best possible life, to enjoy life, to take life to a higher level. And, uh, you know, if you're going through life complaining and uh, not happy, that's just not good. You're not enjoying everything. Now, you know, I'm not all sunshine and rainbows. We've talked about this many times before. I realize life can be tough, and life will, not if, but when it knocks you down. That's where the inspiration from this podcast is going to lift you back up, going to keep you on your feet, keep you moving forward. And like Kiyoshi Kovar said, 97% of your life is probably pretty doggone good. But unfortunately, too often, and I'm guilty of this as well, we focus on that 3%. Like this morning, opened the fridge, and <laughs> instead of focusing on everything that was already in there, what was the first thing? No milk and no orange juice. So what did I focus on? Those things, instead of focusing on the other. Now, of course, you know, you've got to acknowledge if you need milk and orange juice and you like drinking those in the morning like I do, you got to go get them. But too many times we focus on all the things that are wrong, and, you know, we don't count our blessings. All right. Well, good stuff, everybody. Once again, you can find us on lineupmedia.fm and subscribe to our channel, Kickin' Life Podcast, if you're online, if uh, with iTunes, Twitter, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, all those good places to find our podcast. It's called Kickin' Life Podcast, or just type in Kickin' Life, and you can find me. You can find me on Facebook, uh, Master Rich Grogan, Kickin' Life Guru, or I've got a personal page, Rich Grogan, and then our martial arts page is Grogan's Academy of Martial Arts. Give us a shout-out. Let us know what you think about the show, and if there's any topics you want me to talk about, uh, let me know that as well. Our goal here, like I mentioned, to help you become your very, very best. All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. And as we end every show, and I mean this sincerely, I end every class, every speech, every conference, everything I talk about, and I mean this. This is all about who I am. I want you to be your very best. And the only way to be your very best is to do your very best at everything you do. Condition yourself to be your absolute very best. So you get out there and do your best, and I promise you'll be your very best. Have a blessed day, everybody. Can't wait to talk to you again real soon. Bye-bye. 
Thank you very much, everybody, for listening to another exciting Kickin' Life podcast. This is Master Rich Grogan, your Kickin' Life guru, reminding you you can find our podcast online at kickinlifepodcast.com or through iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcast. Tune in next week. Another exciting show coming your way. In the meantime, you get out there and do what you do best, and I promise you'll be your very best. Have a blessed day, everybody. Talk to you real soon. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.